Welcome to the Best Coast Beach Podcast. This is Ruchi. And this is Mark. This is actually our first podcast that we are not recording together. It's very sad. I miss you, Mark. I know. It's so remote. I miss you too, Ruchi. <laughs> yeah. Um, quarantine has been going on for a long time now, but one way that I've been staying busy is uh, my fiance and I decided to try to bake something for the very first time last night. Neither of us are bakers. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were actually really nervous. We were going to like burn down the house, but it turned out great. We got <laughs> <laughs> we got it just a, a, it was really simple. We just got like a lemon square bar mix from Trader Joe's, and even though we didn't follow the recipe quite quite well, we ended up making something pretty delicious. <laughs> I was really happy. Nice work. I'm not surprised. <laughs> what about you guys? Uh, you know, my wife, Nicole, and I, we just spend a lot of time hanging out with our pets. And, you know, it's kind of our built-in entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine sheltering without a pet right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm so grateful for Dachshund. Yeah. It's always heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we have something really special for you guys today. We are going to be doing some interviews and our first interviewee is one of my really good friends, Amelia. Um, Amelia and I went to grad school together at George Washington university and, um, we lived in DC together for a few years. And after graduation, she moved to New York, but, um, luckily we stayed in very, very good touch and managed to see each other, um, a good amount since grad school and um, really excited for you guys to hear her today. Um, she works in EI and she has been for the past few years. Um, she is incredible at her job and is just always saying how much she loves working with her families um, and always has like really cute stories to share with us. Um, so Amelia, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. yeah thank you for joining us. So happy to be here, you guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Amelia, how's your quarantine been going? You know, it's it's been a little bit up and down. I was in New York City until about two weeks ago. Um, so I was there for like a good month and a half when, you oh, know, wow. the number of cases was just skyrocketing each day. Um, so I was definitely in this like small bubble of anxiety for like a good three, four weeks um, luckily my, one of my parents has a neighbor who is like letting us stay in their guest house for now. So we had like a really, really lucky escape. Um, and since then it's been a lot easier just to manage like everyday tasks. Yeah. That's so glad, but I'm so glad to hear that you guys like found a nice spot to be, um, yeah. on the lighter side, what are some things that you guys have done, um, at the guest house to make your quarantine more fun? I mean, just like you were saying about baking, we've been doing a lot of cooking, which I, I do normally, but now actually having time to like dedicate to it and do it earlier than like 9 p.m., which is my typical New York City dinner time. Um, <laughs> there's also just so less people here. So like taking walks has just been enjoyable. Whereas, you know, when I was in the city, it was it was stressful. It was like dodging people left and right and um, so just like being able to step outside and not feel has been a huge, huge plus. That's good. That sure. sounds really refreshing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and tell us a little bit about how work is going for you. 
Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, it's also been a little bit of a roller coaster. I, you know, first and foremost, I feel really lucky to have the opportunity to keep working. Cause I know a lot of people, you know, really aren't in the same situation. Um, so yeah, I, I primarily am doing early intervention. Um, I'm also working at a private practice part-time. Um, so, so was looking at both, um, modalities for lack of a better word, kind of jumped right into the telethera- teletherapy bandwagon. Um, early intervention took a little bit longer to, to roll out the process because they had to figure out, um, you know, how to get consent forms to parent, like consent for teletherapy, consent for email, um, figuring out how to do signatures. And, you know, that's still kind of something that's really tricky right now, but, um, I mean, it's, it's going pretty well now that it's, uh, you know, three, four weeks into it. I feel like everyone's got the hang of this new normal, um, with air quotes. Um, so yeah, my days have been pretty busy. I saw like nine kids today, um, using mostly zoom and FaceTime. So it's been a trip. Yeah. So wow. Nine kids is a lot in a day. Um, tell us a little bit about how each session is formatted, like especially how it's different now versus like when you were in the kids' homes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, in, in New York state, early intervention, um, has adopted now for like four or five years, a, a direct coaching model. So a lot of what I do is kind of come in, check in since the last session, ask for any progress or anything that was difficult. And then we'll kind of pick an activity or um, a game or, or a routine um, throughout the day to kind of focus on. Um, so that's like kind of what we would do with in-person visits. And pretty amazingly, you know, it's it's been very similar with teletherapy, if not even more of a coaching method, of course. Um, so kind of from day one, I, I let my families know, you know, A, this is super new for all of us. So we're going to be extremely flex- flexible. We're going to go with the flow. Um, and what we've been doing is just every time I log on, I'll say, you know, anything new since the last time? What are some toys that, you know, you feel like you would benefit from some new ideas with? Um, and we kind of, we kind of take it from there. It's like very go with the flow. Um, especially with the birth, the pre- birth of three population, it's, it's so hit or miss. Just right. With- and span and you know even like my expectation for kiddos to look at a screen for 30 minutes like I don't expect them to do that so I'm really trying to encourage the parents or whoever's there with them to like be the ones doing the activity and I'm just kind of sitting back and saying oh that was awesome like what would happen if you did this and then it's kind of like a back and forth that way oh interesting yeah um and I would say it's I mean it's been really successful I mean I think because I was already utilizing a bit of a coaching method um, with so many of the families I'm working with that it's not hard now to do it, even though I'm not there. Um, and, you know, kind of taking that approach of stepping back and brainstorming and suggesting rather than doing going the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also um, see a, a, a lot of kiddos for feeding therapy as well. So that's been a little more challenging, especially just because they are, they tend to be infants. I only have a few who are, you know, older than two. So. Oh, wow. 
that's been, um, I don't even want to say it's been difficult. It's just been really different because obviously I'm not there to see, you know, with different points going on. A lot of kiddos who are, you know, we're like micro preemies and are just figuring out bottle feeding. It's really tricky to see the mechanics and like the swallowing through video. So that's been something that I'm still trying to um, navigate. But yeah. Mm. yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's, it's so often that like the families are, you know, continuing to benefit um, even though they're from home. And yeah, I would definitely hear you about like the challenges of, um, you know, just getting them on and um, continuing like consistent interaction. What do you Mm -hmm. feel like some other challenges have been that are like specific to the shift to teletherapy and to the EI population? Yeah. I mean, I think technology has been, um, I don't want to say a barrier, but it has been really difficult, especially for a lot of families who are lower income and don't have access to like all these fancy devices that I think people assume everyone has. Um, you know, and even the people who do the families who do have access to phones or computers, like not everyone knows how to use zoom and FaceTime and some people are uncomfortable with it. So, you know, it's, it's definitely been, um, you know, something I've, I've been really trying to utilize a lot of patience with and understanding that like, just because I can do it, you know, doesn't mean that everyone is comfortable with it or knows how to do it. So that's been tricky. I think with EI in general, it, even though it's, it's been successful in my opinion, it's still so different. Um, And, you know, even the parents who are completely involved and so enthusiastic, like it's still misses that person to person interaction and, you know, like a lot of the kiddos will just like stare at the camera and look at me and smile and wave that like, you know, there's still that barrier. So as, as great as it is, and, you know, as fortunate as I am to have the ability to still practice it, it definitely takes away some of that, um, you know, just like true communication. Mm-hmm. One thing I just thought of, like, do you feel like it's been different um, now that you're communicating primarily with the parent rather than um, the secondary caregiver, has that been harder or actually better? Yeah, funny you asked because I just had like two or three separate conversations um, with some of the parents like during our sessions today on how much progress some of these kiddos have made. And, you know, one parent yesterday was like, you know, it's so fascinating. Like since this all happened, you know, he's made so much progress and I just keep noticing things that I kind of had to like hold back a laugh because I was just thinking, yeah, because like both parents are home. They're in their most comfortable environment with the people they trust and know the most. They're practicing their strategies all day, every day. It's like truly the best case scenario for kiddos in general, but like, especially in the birth to three, they're, they're getting that consistency and, you know, that input and it's, it's been really like incredible actually to see the amount of change even in three weeks. Um, yeah. So yeah, like definitely positives. And of course there are some parents who are still like both working full time and they still have their nannies present. And, you know, even with that, it's just a different level of, um, it, in a funny way, actually it's, I think it's helping more because I'm not there to show them. So I really have to explain and give feedback Mm -hmm. and like, they really have to try. Um, 
Whereas, you know, sometimes I think it's easy for caregivers and, and others to kind of step back and watch or do their whatnot because, you know, we're in their home. So um, it is. Yeah, such a I could see that. Yeah. So it really makes you follow through with that parent coaching model with Fidelity. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, very cool. Um, so I know it must be different, like, planning the sessions now because before you would kind of utilize, like, what was in the home. Um, how about some resources that you've been using now with EI? Are you still, like, instructing the parent or caregiver to, like, grab what's in their house and, like, just, like, going with the flow, like, looking at it over video? Or are you presenting any activities that you're, like, screen sharing with them or anything like that? Yeah, a little bit of both. Majority, I would say, I'm I'm truly just working with what the family has and, you know, no expectation for them to have toys. Like, there's one family we worked with a water bottle and, like, having a kiddo crinkle little pieces of paper and putting it in and practicing, like, put in, squish, crinkle, like, all these different vocabulary words. Um, some families have a bunch of toys with them, so we'll I'll just kind of say you know, why don't you choose one and let's come up with like four or five different ways, you know, that we can use this toy and embed strategies like narrating and modeling. And with. Um, and then there are some kiddos who are just so motivated by um, screen sharing. So I, I'm using Zoom and that screen mm -hmm. share function. So I have a few um, apps on the iPad that I use Um there's one like Curious George Zoo um, app that's amazing that allows you to pick an animal that's sleeping, wake it up, wash it, rinse it, brush it, and then feed it. So like the language within that app is incredible and has been quite a lifesaver. <laughs> oh, that sounds so cute. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, that sounds really, really cool. Yeah, it's like, it's a little bit of both. I would say the majority I'm not really relying on screen share because I'm like you guys mentioned, I'm really trying to utilize that parent coaching within like the most natural environment, but um, yeah, a little bit of both trying to get creative. Yeah, I'm sure. I think we're all trying to get creative on in terms of activities and stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's, that is a really cool resource and it definitely makes sense that, um, that you're still, you know, continuing to encourage families to use what's in their home I love the, the, what you were mentioning about the water bottle and how many like vocabulary things can stem from that. Like, you know, something we never think about. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it, it sounds like you've actually um, done something really cool, which is like shedding so much positive light on the whole situation. And it, it was just really nice to hear you talk about how it's actually leading to so much progress in the students. Um, are you worried that, you know, things might revert back or you might feel like some sort of regression once you go back to in-person therapy? That's a good question. I haven't really thought about it. My, my gut instinct is no, because I feel like we're, this is such an like incredible opportunity to lay a groundwork with each of the families, but especially the ones who like might not have been present, um, due to work. So I, mm -hmm. I almost feel like, you know, to, taking advantage of this time to like really just teach the parents like that's what it comes down to you know they're going to learn the most um parents or siblings or you know caregivers whoever's there with them but I feel like because these weeks have you know I don't have much else going on so I've really like dedicated you know my sessions to like trying to be as functional and purposeful as possible so you know when we all go back to whatever normal life means anymore <laughs> 
um, I feel like it'll be okay. And I think like it even will push me as a professional to kind of keep um, staying strong with that coaching model and, you know, being able to integrate some in-person modeling, but like, yeah, really encouraging the parents and the caregivers to, to kind of be that like number one support. Yeah, of course. Um, Amelia, thank you so much for sharing so much insight into the world of EI. It's definitely something I'm personally really unfamiliar with, and it was really nice to hear about. Um, Mark, did you have any other questions for Amelia? No, but thank you so much. And it's uh, really uplifting to hear you take something so positive from the experience when it comes to parent coaching and collaboration. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. It's it's so fun to talk about, actually. I don't really have many coworkers, so ask me anything. I'm here all day. <laughs> we might take you up on that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening along today with Best Coast Beach. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Best Coast Beach. Our Facebook page is called Best Coast Beach. And our website is bestcoastbeach.com. Check out our blog and the app. We would love to get feedback and hope to see you on our next adventure. You can listen to our podcast at... Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Apple Podcast, Breaker, Castbox, Blue Product, Overcast, Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. Perfect. See you next time. Bye. Bye.